It's crow time, folks, and I am crow. And sitting across from me, as always, at our uh, more beat up every day IKEA coffee table, need to contact them to see if we can get a new one, is my beautiful fiance, who I so lovingly, adoringly, and damn coolly, I might add, call Wolf Eyes. Why don't you howl for everybody, Wolf Eyes, and let them know that you're here. Second pose. <laughs> Hold on. I began to bog there for no reason. Um, okay. Uh, we did, it is, well, I guess I should tell everybody at the time, like they care. It is 12.39 a.m. on Monday, February 11th. A day so good, it has two ones in it. I have no idea what that means. You know me, I just say, you, you know me, I just say shit. It, it, it'll sound cool, so I'll go with it. Yep, if it sounds cool, I run with it. Even if I should be running from it instead. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, that describes my early dating history. <laughs> A lot of things I ran with that I should have ran from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. I was thinking the girl should probably thought the same. Ah! ah! They probably had your number written on things. If you see this guy coming, please run it over, right? It'd be in your best interest to do so. I well, I, I, I rumor has it that girls did write stuff about me on bathroom walls, you know. So, so, so stuff well, like stuff like we're, we're for a good go time, with, don't call and then have my number. Yeah, we're not gonna go with the low blows they probably uh, put down on the walls. I could make a joke about no, I won't. I won't do it. I will not make a joke about anything involving. Blow blows and a bathroom. Okay. I'm not going to make any jokes like that at all. Trust me, I won't. Yeah. Nope, not going to do it. Resisting temptation to do it. But anyway, you were saying. I'm saying. That's probably all sorts of things written about you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I, I, I hadn't dated for a long time when, uh, when you and I started dating. Um, and you're probably thinking, no wonder. You know, here's what I don't understand, and, and you and I have talked about this. All of these guys that get multiple wives, like, I don't know how the hell guys get multiple wives, and I did well to get one date. <laughs> it's like, it's like, um, hmm, yeah, I would, you know, I would have done well to get one, but you know. Yep, everybody keeps asking when we're going to get married, because we've been engaged now for a while. But, uh, well, you know, a lot of people have long... See, some people get engaged, and it's like, we're engaged, and then you see them the next day, we got married. And then other people, it's like, we're engaged. And five years later, we're engaged. And ten years later, we're engaged. You know, so, you know, you know we're together. That's what matters, you know. We, we haven't done the legality thing of it yet, but... Um, and... Uh, when we do, you know, I, I, you know, the plan is, like I've said before on the show, to get married in our good friend Linda's backyard. She knows a guy that's a preacher, even. So, um, you know, so I, I wonder if we should have him throw holy water on us beforehand, <laughs> just to make sure we're safe. Just to make sure it's safe, you know. Then that way, if it doesn't bubble up upon you and it doesn't bubble up on me, then we know we're okay. <laughs> um, 
um, you know, have him hold up a cross necklace and see if either one of us go. <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> um, because you do like vampire books. How do I know? Well, then we have been together out in sunlight. But then Blade could be out in sunlight. There are some vampires that could be out in sunlight because they're vampire enough to be considered vampire, but not full-blooded vampire. Kind of like some people, you know, Irish enough to be considered Irish and so on, but not really, you know. So a lot like some people are like, you know, I'm Native American, you know, and 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 they they, they look like Seamus, you know, from WWE. I'm oh yes, I'm Native American fella, and you're like. Uh, okay. Because I, I, I'm sure a lot of people that say they're Native American are, uh, you know, that th they do have Native American ancestors, but then I, I, I've, in all honesty, heard so many people, I, 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 I mean, I, I personally had so many people in my life go, I'm part Native American. I'm part Native American. And, and you're like thinking, okay, apparently everybody is. Um, you know, so it's like, and I'm sure are, I, I, I'm sure some are, you know, like, like I actually have, you know, Lakota blood in my family, um, but, you know. And you went from vampires to Native Americans, all you tried to make a connection? Oh, that would be a kick-ass movie, wouldn't it? If they could somehow combine Native American themes with vampire themes in a movie, Oh, has that ever been I think, done? I think um, what mainly into shapeshifters and stuff like that. Yeah, well, I'm not talking about like Native Americans personally, but you know, like, what if somebody like could make a Native American, like a theme that kind, like a movie that kind of blends Native American traditional Native American stuff with vampire stuff? That might be actually cool, because you because you could draw from like you, you could draw from like Native American history and the Great Spirit. Which is Walkin Tonka, by the way. See, I know that. Uh, w a k a n t a n k a. Two separate words means great spirit. Well, it's probably been done. Not to be I'm confused with Tonka, which is not to be confused with Tonka, which is Buffalo. So, but anyway, and on that theme, I would like to say, Pila Maya to all the people who listen to the show. Pila Maya, P i l a m a y a, is Lakota for thank you. See, I know some stuff. Some stuff. You know, like I've tied my shoes. Well, my left shoe. My right foot gets my right shoe gets me all confused. No, I'm just kidding. It's on the other foot. Does the same what I mean, does the same process work for that foot as that foot? Because it's like not on the same side. So, you know, but <laughs> uh, well, like if you're like if your right shoe goes on your right foot, does that mean your left shoe goes on the wrong foot? <laughs> that one. So so we're like seven minutes and twenty something seconds in the show and I've talked about vampires, Native Americans and shoes. What the hell? Okay. Um and I had to watch out where I laid my clipboard because while we were eating lunch today, I uh, picked up a plate and uh, sloshed out cocktail. <laughs> Some other phrase makes me giggle. Cocktail sausage. 
don't know why I'm giggling. Yeah, you didn't clean the table. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, when I picked up our uh, plates off the coffee table, because we eat in the living room like most people do these days, um, for most people now, the, the dining table is a coffee table. Well, um, almost, but we really don't have a place. Yeah, to yeah, have a yeah, table. yeah. But 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 when I when I uh, like uh, every place I ever lived and I had a kitchen table, I rarely ate at the kitchen yeah, table. Most of the time, kitchen tables are cash off. Yeah, the, the the kitchen table was game table. You know, what were game tables or 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 or, or, or well, usually I I had placemats and stuff on the table that I didn't want to mess up, so I never used the table. <laughs> See, placemats are supposed to be so you can put plates and yeah. stuff on your table. And not mess up your table. Exactly. But I always got really decorative placemats, so I never wanted to mess up the placemats. And then, then I'd have like matching placemats, a set of four matching placemats, and I'd have a bouquet in the center of the table that mats. Yeah, I know, I got Martha Stewart tendencies, and I am not proud of them. <laughs> like, um, and now, next, I'll show you how to fold a towel. Um, seriously, I was channel surfing years ago. This is years and years and years ago, probably over 20 years ago now. Um, and I, I, I surfed by the Martha Stewart show. And I forget what she's doing, I sure it's over, but she's like, and coming up after the break, I'll show you how to fold a towel. I, I had to switch off because, you know, um, that's just way too much action for me on, you know, like before I've had a hearty meal um, and a good night's sleep. You know, it's just like, whoa, wait a minute. You know, it's like, Wow, I can't take this towel folding action. Um, so I had to just switch off. You know, it's just like. But didn't you miss her telling you how to fold fitted sheets? Folding fitted sheets is easy. You just roll them up like a freaking burrito. No, you don't. <laughs> That's what you do. That's what I do. You know. They're not a burrito, baby. You, you, you know, there was a time in my life, there was a time in my life when I made an effort to fold everything to where it looked like a photo crew from a home style magazine was coming in. Towels, sheets, whatever. I mean, you could open any drawer of mine and it looked like it had been done professionally. You could look at my closets, everything. But, um... Then you met me. And I actually, before <laughs> I met you even, I got to the point where I was like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a closet. I don't care. I, I, you know, nobody's going to be coming into my place going, you know, hey man, got anything to eat? Got any neatly folded towels? You know, so it's like, you know, I mean, I still fold things up. Well, like our towels we have, you know, I fold them a certain way. And I put, and, and like our kitchen towels and rags and stuff in the kitchen drawer, I, I have them folded a certain way. And they're, you they're, was really, really anal when I first met you. I remember <laughs> going in and this is make you upset I would rearrange the canned goods and man and, and rearrange and you would like uh, tinker with the uh, magnets on the fridge and stuff oh, and, I would do a lot of things and, 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 and move stuff sitting on tables yeah I'm, I'm kind of a uh, you'd be you walking back, back oh crap that's not supposed to be there <laughs> oh my god we must have had a, we must have had an earthquake my my fridges are out of place um I don't know I mean I, I I've always See, I've got this artistic side. I've got this artistic side. And everything to me has always been like an art project, I guess you could say. Like like tabletops and magnets on a fridge and, and contents of a drawer and, and I mean like 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 our cabinets, the like I will like make sure that the can labels are facing certain ways and 
And like our fridge, it's like, okay, the cheese goes here, the meat goes here, that goes there, that goes there. I, it's like everything to me is a damn art project. Seriously, it's, it, it's like, it's like I, I have to see this like symmetry and everything. And, and like this, you know, it's just like, it, it, I don't know, and it irks the hell out of people around me. But it had to deal with it often. But, but it's like everything to me is an art project. It's, it's like, it's like, like everything has to be categorized and organized and symmetrical and all this other kind of stuff and it's like it always killed me when you say hey you can put any way you want I'll put it there no don't put that there <laughs> I'm thinking okay you what about here no not there either you always made me do a spit take I did not take a drink of soda and as I went <laughs> and it's like okay I'm told that I can put it anywhere I want but that's only if it's in the same place you want it oh by the way um don't it, it it may I don't know it may, it may be that guy with the beard that does all those um, how, how to game videos the one that seems to like everything Dome Crushers and all those oh, yeah. um, he was doing a game video I forget what game but he had like a glass of something he was drinking and uh, he picked it up and took a drink so see I'm not the only one who takes drinks of stuff while they're doing stuff I, I may be the only one that burps afterward. Mm -hmm. Well, have you noticed Tom Vassell of the Dice Tower? Sometimes when he's talking, it'll seem like he's suppressing a burp or a yawn. Because he'll be talking, and, he'll, and it kind of be talking like this, like he does about... Uh, <laughs> like all of a sudden, he kind of does that little sound that people make while they're talking, but it's like they're trying to suppress a yawn or a burp. Have you noticed that? You, you know yes, that. So, yes. But, uh, yeah, but back to the order thing. Um... Yeah, I, 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 I do possibly go overboard with, you know, with this symmetry and the, and all that. A lot like, you know, how I put like little ink dots on a windowsill to make sure that the things hitting the windowsill are centered. And, oh, and how our TV on our TV stand has to be, like, I, I will literally take a tape measure and measure it so that it's setting the, no, 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 you can top of that over. Today's TVs don't like they used to be. It's like, as I used to, it's like, you know, hell, you used to, it took two people to steal a good-sized TV from a house. Now, that, now somebody can barely lift a bag of groceries and walk out of a house with, like, five TVs under their arms. It's ridiculous. But, um, yeah, like, I'll take a tape measure, and, like, the TV has to be, like, the same distance from each side of the TV stand. It has to be, like, um, like the, uh, well, I actually use the DVD to make sure it's sitting, like, you know, a certain distance back from the front of the TV stand. So, uh, and then it has to be like so many inches from each end. I know you're messing with my penguins. You're messing with my penguins. <laughs> I'm going to panic during your show. It'll be the panic of Madagascar. <laughs> okay, uh, enough foolishness. we got to get on with the foolishness. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, yeah, my original story. Um, you we, had one? Yeah, my, my cocktail sausage. <laughs> I still giggle when I say cocktail sausage. But we uh, we ate at the um, we ate in the living room today after we got up, and uh, I I picked up the dinner plates and there was some cocktail sausage juice. <laughs> I don't know why those words are making me giggle, especially in combinations. And uh, some of it sloshed out on the coffee table, and I kept forgetting to clean it up. <laughs> so then it got to be showtime, and it's like, oh crap, it's still on the table. Um, but anyway. 
So yeah, there was sausage juice on the table. The very sausage juice is making me giggle. Um, <laughs> doesn't say anything about the word cocktail, which by the way is this two weird words combined. Cocktail. Just saying. Okay, yeah, nothing about that. Um, okay, today... <laughs> Sorry, I, I lost my concentration. My, my uh, train of thought derailed, as I like to say. Okay, and now for the days segment, which stands for daily and yearly stuff. I need like uh, some back, some like singers to do that. You know, like daily and yearly stuff. You know, yeah, that kind of thing. Wow, you looked at me. I, I swear, the look on your face was like you saw a vampire or something behind me. Um, was it a Native American vampire wearing shoes? I don't know. But anyway, today, February 11th, it is Get Out Your Guitar Day. I don't have a guitar. So I guess my guitar already got out. <laughs> See, I, I actually thought it was uh, Tell Your Guitar to Get Out Day, so I told my guitar to get out. And now I, now I come to find out it's Get Out Your Guitar Day, and well, my guitar is already gone because I told it to get out a few days ago. Yeah, so, uh, damn. Anyway, I've got a keyboard. I can play the keyboard. <laughs> do 80 stuff. <laughs> do 80. I still think I should do it. It's go time. You can listen if you want to. You can leave. You know. Um, and it is also Peppermint Patty Day. No, no, no. Not the girl that so longingly looks at Charlie Brown and calls him Chuck. It is Peppermint Patty Day. And I have something to read about it. Um, where's the specific part I wanted to read? It's here somewhere. Um, okay, if you're a fellow Peppermint Patty lover, then this holiday would be your favorite time of year, and each year would be a new opportunity to show how much you love this delicious treat. Think No. Oh. I, 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 I thought you were messing with more stuff to like, pick on me while I'm doing the show. I'll just remember this, too. Ah! Um, but uh, think about it. Peppermint patties are one of the coolest snacks that you can eat. No no pun, you know, because they do say they're, like, cool and refreshing. But think about it. It's a snack, but it's minty, so it also leaves your breath fresh. And possibly globs of chocolate stuck to your teeth. But, you know, you know. Uh, don't like um, but, but then, okay, history of Peppermint Patty Day. The York Peppermint Patty was created in York, South Carolina by Thomas, I guess it's Ravenel, R-A-V-E-N-E-L, in 1920 and marketed by the York Cone Company throughout the Northeast United States. So successful was the York Peppermint Patty that the York Cone Company stopped producing the cones for which it was named and focused its entire effort on making the new candy sensation its creators had unveiled. In 1972, the York Cone Company was sold to Peter Paul who made sure that the rest of the nation was able to enjoy its dark, chocolatey, pepperminty deliciousness. Mmm, peppermint patty. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Um, moving on. Like they said in the Muppet uh, movies. Moving right along. Anyway. Um, okay. 
February 12th is Extraterrestrial Culture Day. Not making that one up. Now, we have two very cool board games that we can post for this. I've actually got 50-some-odd followers now on Instagram compared to 30-something on Facebook, and I don't even think half of them pay attention anymore. I think they just joined it like me. You know, it's like, uh, I joined, but I don't care anymore, but I don't have the energy to go on and unjoin, so I'm just Because <laughs> no one ever really does anything on my Facebook page. Um, and then Twitter, I get a little bit of attention on Twitter, but not much. Uh, but man, Instagram is really, you know, just taking off, you know, with people commenting on this and that. And um, But anyway, we've got two cool board games we can post pics of online to uh, go along with this. We have a Close Encounters of the Third Kind board game, vintage, I might add, and an E.T. board game and card game, both vintage. The We, we should play those on... Uh, extraterrestrial day but but the et game looks hard man it looks hard it's got all these parts you're supposed to stick cards to your forehead put cards up to your forehead and all kinds of stuff it looks weird i i, I when we order i thought it'd just be like you know you know you eat a few Reese's pieces you're falling home and boom you've won no much more complicated than that okay here's what it says though an officially acknowledged day in new mexico and then parentheses it has Roswell, you know, for the Area 51 bit. Um, anyway, then it says, uh, it just has Roswell in parentheses. Uh, then it goes on to say out of parentheses, Extraterrestrial Culture Day celebrates extraterrestrial cultures and our past, present, and future relationships with extraterrestrial visitors. Ooh. Um, get the kettle on and set the table for a guest. E.T. might just be popping around. But then wouldn't Captain Kirk also be an extraterrestrial visitor? Because he, he lived in, he was originally from Earth, but then he lived in space. So if he came back to Earth, wouldn't he be like, mm-hmm. or do you have to be like originally from another planet? So then Spock would be an extraterrestrial visitor. Yes. But, but Kirk wouldn't then. So, okay. Um, and then like, um, I don't know. I don't know my Star Trek characters that well. Spock, Bones, McCoy, Sulu, um, oh my. Um, he, 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 it's a shame that he didn't do that on the show. It's a shame he hadn't started doing that way back in the day, because that would have been so funny. The Cleons are attacking. Oh my. <laughs> It's hardly illogical, Captain, but but the uh, the Klingons have just bombed the Enterprise. Oh my! <laughs> We've got to fight off. Khan, Khan is attacking. He wants to kill us all. Oh my! <laughs> that would have been so cool. <laughs> that would have been so. That would have been so. You know, cool. I think. Oh my. Anyway. So anyway. Uh, the 13th is Radio Day. And get a different name day. Yes, too. Get a different name day. Um, it, it's just about, you know, going by a different name, picking a name, going by it for the day, or you can possibly have your name changed. This is a perfect time. If you want to celebrate, get a different name day. You go to Exploding Kittens. Dot com. You go to the website, 
they have a cat name generator. So you just go to the website and look for the cat name generator and it's easy to figure out how to work it and what to do with it. And then whatever name it comes up with, you can use that name for the day. Doesn't have to be just a cat name generator. It can be a new name for yourself. Exactly. Um, and on the 14th, it is Valentine's Day. Not to be confused with Rusev Day. It is Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Yes, that's right. A day to get with the one you love. And show them how much you love them by loving them all day long. And when I say all day long, I mean from the stroke of midnight on the 14th to the stroke of midnight at the end of the 14th. In other words, the stroke of midnight at the beginning of the 14th to the stroke of midnight at the end of the 14th. Did you hear me, people? Show the one you love how much you love them during Valentine's Day, the night part and the day part both. Ooh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Dim those lights, put on that music, nice music. I like Lionel Richie. Roxy music. Hmm. But you can pick your own. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Dramatic pause. Wolf Eyes is looking at me like I've done gone plum crazy. But I'm crazy, alright. In love with Wolf Eyes. And I'm going to show Wolf Eyes how much I love her on Valentine's Day. Oh. But back to what I was saying. <laughs> For all the people that have crazy people like you, uh, if you can't find a can of mace, <laughs> pepper spray, uh, you could probably get a bottle of vinegar and spray it at them. Keep them away. Eat something that doesn't agree with you when they get near you, drop your pants and let them rip. <laughs> Hey, baby, come here. Unbuckle, drop. <laughs> but, uh, no, seriously, it's Valentine's Day. Yes. We and we actually have a nice getaway planned. Mm -hmm. Leaving on the 13th, we'll be back on the 15th. Um, so, you know, I always like to make Valentine's Day special. You know, that and our anniversary, which is coming up in March, March 25th. Four years together. You have endured my weirdness and bullshit now for almost four complete total years. Uh, you better wait to see what's <laughs> happening about Valentine's because you do remember that, um, yes. that movie Bloody Valentine's? <laughs> uh, no, I never saw that one. Um, yes, I did, I think. But uh, you know, I just like to make things special, you know. I, I, I'm one of those types of people, one of those types of guys. I like to do, you know, like the special, you know, Lovey dovey, ooshy mooshy stuff. Yeah, I'll have to wear a raincoat. Well, that didn't sound right. You'll be watching this lava all big kissy, 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 kissy. 
I do that every day. Because I love my baby every day. In our household, every day is Valentine's Day. That's because we got a defective calendar and every day says February 14th on it. <laughs> um, but <laughs> it was half off due to being defective. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, uh, on the 14th, it is Ferris Wheel Day. Um, so you know how we're going to celebrate first wheel day since we can't ride a first wheel because it's still winter? We're going to watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off! No, we won't. <laughs> no, oh, it's on, uh, it's on, uh, but first wheel day is on Valentine's Day. And oh yeah, we will take a ride that day. A ride on the love train. All aboard. Chugga, chugga, chugga. Woo, woo. <laughs> see, see, that's what the show needs. It needs an old school DJ kind of vibe to it, maybe. Like Dr. Johnny Fever and Venus Flytrap from the WKRP show. Now, I don't, I don't like today's radio. I mean, so, so there are a few stations where the DJs get a little bit of time to talk and make jokes and be themselves and this, that. But a lot of times, it, most radio stations are so corporate and it's like, you practically have to burst in in the middle of a song to give the station ID, and and uh, you have to play a bunch of crappy music that doesn't even matter by people who can't really sing, and, but still yet somehow manage to make millions of dollars and win Grammys and stuff. Um, you know, I, I I will say this when I'm on that subject briefly, and I cannot get this couch comfortable tonight. Damn, it is I I cannot get it comfortable. It's like not comfortable. Wow. Yep, it, it's it's you know, nineteen eighty five high to bed. Man. But um I, I, I do think one of the few people that really has vocal talent is Lady Gaga. I know you don't like her much because of this now, but 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 the chick can sing. She can really sing and I've heard a lot of the music from the from the movie A Star is Born. Good song. She actually I think won three Grammys for that music. I think it's, uh, best I remember, I, I don't really get, I don't know, I don't really pay much attention to this stuff, but I think it was three Grammys, and I think all the awards were for the Star is Born soundtrack. I'm probably wrong, but, or I may be wrong about them. But she can sing, and she'll have a bit of her performance, she's something like this sparkly outfit. You know, that, that's another thing, she does have, kind of have this, you know, kind of, kind of like um, unique style and everything else, and, and I was kind of looking at her that after thinking of Freddie Mercury, which is odd, because her real name is Stephanie Germanata. She picked the name Lady Gaga based on the song Radio Gaga by Queen, of which Freddie Mercury was lead singer. So the fact that I thought of Freddie Mercury while watching Lady Gaga, it's kind of, you know, like a full circle type thing. Anyway, moving back. I know, I'm boring the living toll hell out of you. Uh, it is also, in addition to being Valentine's Day, the day of love, and of that, it is, and Ferris Wheel Day, it is Creamfield Chocolates Day. Yeah. Yeah, no, we can celebrate that one and celebrate Valentine's Day. You, you can't necessarily celebrate Creamfield Chocolates Day and Ferris Wheel Day because if you're up on top of the Ferris Wheel and it jiggles too much and you drop the chocolates and they spat on people down below. Which that could actually be fun. Um, okay, moving on to the 15th, it is Gumdrop Day. So I'm going to celebrate Gumdrop Day by listening to the Spice Girls. Okay, now here's my tie-in. 
Gum drops are sometimes called spice drops. Spice drops remind me of the Spice Girls. There you go. Boom. Anyway, thank you very much. Um, on the 16th, um, as if you haven't been reminded of nuts listening to me do the show, it is Almond Day. So we can eat Almond Joy. Because sometimes you feel like a nut and sometimes you don't. I really don't. I really fall into the second category. <laughs> yeah, I usually feel like a nut. You know, more often than I don't. Um, but anyway, on the 17th, it is actually two cool things. One is random acts of kindness, which just means doing a random act of kindness for anyone, stranger, someone you know, whoever. And I think that's a cool thing. Um, and uh, which will surprise some people who are listening because I know some people want to think I'm an a-hole, but, you know, um, I'm a temperamental artist. I'm not an a-hole. I'm, I'm a temperamental artist type. But anyway, it's random acts of kindness, so that's a cool thing. It is also a My Way Day. I did it. No, just kidding. Um, yes, yeah, time to celebrate the writing of a great song by Paul Anka. Um, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay, there we go. Okay, here's what it says about My Way Day. My Way Day has been created in celebration of that wonderful phrase, It's My Way or the Highway. The history of My Way Day is unclear, but it, it, okay, they've got typos here, so don't, it screwed me up. It's unclear, but it is, they left out the word is, but it is believed to have been inspired by key events in the world happening because someone had a bold idea and they weren't afraid to go through with it. On that note, the idea of My Way Day is simple. It is the day where you are encouraged to do whatever you want, however you want. Do you fancy watching every Bond film in a row wearing a onesie and eating chocolate? We always did watch every Bond film <laughs> in a row when Encore was doing its uh, Bond movie marathon the entire week of October. Wasn't it? It wasn't October. One of the Encore channels did, I, I'm pretty sure it was October, Bond films. An entire month. The entire month. Um, go ahead. How about being a bit... Okay, they've got or adventurous. Uh, how about being a bit more adventurous and begin to write that novel you're always thinking about? Absolutely fine. My way day is your day. Just make sure that whatever you decide to do is legal. Um, okay. Uh, so do whatever you want, how you want, but for God's sake, just have sense enough not to post it on social media. Uh, and don't go about hurting people. Yes, else. don't hurt anything or do anything stupid. Or and uh, don't, don't, yes, don't do anything to hurt yourself, anyone else, animals, or the environment. Uh, this is not a day to be stupid. And uh, for God's sake, stay the hell away from viral challenges. People keep, and I, I will never on this show name a viral challenge because I don't want to give anybody ideas that has, in case they haven't heard of something. If the, word, if the phrase viral challenge is attached to anything, unless it's something good, for God's sake, don't do it. I mean, you got full-grown-ass adults, in their, people in their 40s and 50s even, being injured by these stupid viral challenges. I mean, it's like, come on. I mean, a lot of people think I'm a total dumbass, but even I don't do viral challenges. I mean, for Pete's sake. It's like, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It's one of those things where social social media and all that stuff causes bad stuff and it's one of the reasons that even though I I 
part of the whole social media world now, I still really don't like it. Deep down, I really don't like it because it does a lot of good. I mean, like Funding Forever Thrift and Finding Forever Animal Rescue, they they have a Facebook page, and you know, for the store and the rescue bowl, and they do good. They 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 try to get people to foster animals and and adopt animals, and they post pics on there of animals that have, are missing or that have been found. And then you have other Facebook pages and Twitter pages and that that do good. But there's just so much ignorance on it. And, and it's just like, I don't know, it's just, it, it creeps me out sometimes. It just, I don't know, just creeps me out sometimes. But anyway, that is the end of our days segment. Unfortunately, it's not the end of this uncomfortable couch. <laughs> okay, hang on. We need a professional studio with professional or nice chairs instead of a uh, 34-year-old sofa bed and uh, a um, Ikea coffee table that looks like uh, we've let people use it for tap dancing practice. It's like, it's like hey, uh, mind if we use the top of your coffee? Mind if we practice tap dancing on your coffee table? No, go ahead. They leave, group of roller girls come in. Uh, do you mind if we practice our roller derby stuff on your company? No, go ahead, come on in. <laughs> you know, it's like, um, but uh, anyway, I love roller derby. There's going to be this event, um, I, damn it, I forget where, but, but it's some board game group. I, I, I don't remember if it's Castle Perilous or not. I don't remember if it's Castle Perilous Games and Books and Carbondale, but there's some gaming event that is going to be held and they're going to have members of the Southern Illinois Roller Girls there. I, I, I love Roller Derby. I've talked about it a lot on the show. I love Roller Derby. absolutely love Roller Derby. I think it's awesome. Um, you know, so, oh, speaking of, uh, oh, speaking of, I, I wonder if uh, Mr. S's wife, Punky Bruiser, will make a uh, will make an appearance. She Now, she's not on the Southern Illinois Roller Girls team, but, um, you know, she, uh, you know, might just pop up. Might just pop up. She, she might have got wind of a, uh, of them being there. Might just, you know, show up like wrestlers do at times to intimidate other wrestlers. She might just show up to intimidate another team. I don't know. If, I don't know if she and her team have any upcoming, uh, you know, matches or whatever you call it against the uh, against them. But she might just show up to uh, be intimidating. I, I personally love it when she puts on like the Terminator style. What I call the Terminator style. Outfit that she wears with the you know black leather jacket, the dark shades. And she shows up and instead of getting out there, blah, blah, she just she just stands here for like thirty to sixty seconds and just looks toward the other team and just then walks out. Yeah, I kind of like this solid stuff she does. And then of course it was the time she showed up in full Harley Quinn mode with the ball bat and just started started kind of swinging it, you know. Yelling, yelling, Putin said kill you all! Putin said kill you all, you know. But, you know, that kind of freaked out, you know, the team that, you know, they were going to be playing against that weekend. But, uh, yeah, you, you never know what to expect from Punky. I mean, that, that chick's unpredictable. That chick's unpredictable. Um, so, you know. But anyway, moving on. Okay, we didn't do any thrifting this week. We went in one local store and left empty-handed. Um... But uh, this coming week, we will be doing a Valentine getaway in the Carmar area. So, uh, and there's a new thrift store. 
in Marion, Illinois, that hopefully, 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 will have the rest of your DVD collection. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? I very much doubt it, but yeah, I don't. I don't. Because Car Carbondale and Marion have really good thrift stores. I, I, I mean, and that new one, man, it's really good. It, it, it's really good. They, they've got some pretty good thrift stores up there, and it's a small town. Marion's under 17, well, Marion's like under 20,000 people, and Carbondale's under 30,000 people, and it's even less when the students leave. It's, it's like, because most of your population of Carbondale are students, so it's, it's a wonder they don't have, like, flip-up signs. <laughs> like, like, it's one thing when the students are there, then when the students leave, <laughs> they flip it back to the normal population, and the students come back, they have to flip it back up. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, they actually do have quite a few good thrift stores in that area to be, you know, small towns and this and that. The, the Salvation Army in West Frankfort, Illinois, shut down. Thank God. <laughs> because it's... Well, the last time we went, we only went twice. The last time we went, we found all these vintage games from the 70s and 60s, including a 1972 Yahtzee game. But it was so much out of the way to go to that... It was always kind of a, a dilemma whether to make an effort to go up there or not. But now it's no longer there, so it's like, oh, well, you know. I mean, it's not good to the fact that they no longer have a Salvation Army. Well, they, well, they basically have a Salvation Army there, just not a thrift store. Yeah. Um, because a lot of towns have Salvation Armies that don't have thrift stores, for that matter. Um, but So maybe they still have a Salvation Army to help people in need, just not the thrift store. You know, come to think of it. But, so, you know, but then they would generate more money to help people with the thrift store. Unless it took so much to operate the thrift store that they canceled out what they took in. Well, we took in $20 this week. Unfortunately, we had to be out like uh, hundreds of dollars to pay the people that worked there and the utilities and everything else. So it may have defeated the purpose. But um, anyway, okay. We did get some cool games from eBay and Amazon this past week. Um, a while back, it was Appreciate a Dragon Day and proving that we appreciate a dragon every day. Uh, we got these two cool games from eBay. One is called Dragon Hunt. It originally came out in 1997. Um, and the artwork, I have it right here beside me. The artwork is by, da -da -da, I can't see it because it's really super small print. Oh, my lovely assistant Wolf Eyes is getting me some accessories. Thank you. Yeah, the Marcus uh, Goldfront there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it says game design by Mike Fitzgerald and Dragon Hunt artwork by Peter uh, Prakonik, I guess. P-R-A-C-O-W-N-I-K. Uh, it's a really cool game. Uh, we haven't got a chance to play it yet, like most of our games. But it says it's for two players, your key to the kingdom of Wyvern for ages 10 and up. And uh, you you actually got a free Wyvern booster pack. And, uh, it, yeah, it says, no, do not shuffle before playing the sample game. Well, unfortunately, we got it used, so it was way to shuffle. Um, but the cool thing about it is, it did come with a Wyvern. A Wyvern is a, uh, sort of, is a kind of dragon. It's not what Ernest used to say when he got his hand caught in the window. <laughs> Wyvern! Why? Okay, never mind. Um, 
it, a, it is a pack of 15 collectible fantasy trading cards. It's a booster pack created by Mike Fitzgerald, put up by U.S. Game Systems, Inc. And, uh, well, I'll read what it says on the pack. I'll just read what it says on the pack, because I can read, you know. Speaking of a dragon, isn't that a dragon in that movie? Or maybe it's a dinosaur. It's a balloon. Um, Wyvern, the game of dragons, dragon slayers, and treasure, is a fast-paced collectible trading card game. Each dragon in Wyvern's universe is based upon an actual mythological dragon. Rendered in captivating and entrancing artwork, cards are common, uncommon, and rare. As you dominate your vast empire, you will want to collect all the cards to strengthen your army of dragons, enhance your battlefield position, and increase your treasure hoard. Um, this was actually put out in 1995, printed in Belgium by a card by a card on Monday. And, uh, and, and the cool thing is, a few days later, you went online and found a Wyvern tr trading card game starter pack. So we can now use the booster pack that came with that with the Wyvern cards that we ordered a couple days later. So that'll be cool. Uh, we haven't got those in yet. So then we got a um, game called Dragon Racer. What? Looky there! I have that beside of me as well. Um, it is actually beside me. It seems like I'm going into the next room for it. Okay, it is a game called Dragon Racer. Uh, uh oh. You know what I'm doing, don't you? The top of the box does not face the same direction as the bottom of the box. You probably did that to irk me. Yeah, that's another one of my quirky things. Like games we have, the top of the box and the bottom of the box had to be facing the same way. And the pieces inside had to be well organized and as symmetrical as possible. I know. Everything to me is an art project. Um, okay, it is for two to four players. It was put out by Thylacine Games, uh, T-Y-L-A-C-I-N-E Games. It is from 2015. Uh, and it, okay, the game comes with 64 dragon cards, 12 wooden dragon tokens. Those are really cool. Like little, you know, 12 little different dragon meeples, I guess they'd be called. Um, I'd say they're about an inch tall each, all 12 different colors. They're really cool looking. 12 double-sided waste track tiles, 6 double-sided character cards, 8 trophy cards, and 1 rule book. And uh, that one looks really cool. That one looks really cool. And once again, haven't got to play it yet. We also got a game from Yellow Games called Welcome Back to the Dungeon. It came out in... Come on. Why? Uh, I hate it. Oh, there we go. I hate it when information is easy to find. Okay, it's copyright 2016-2017. We have Welcome Back to the Dungeon. This is Welcome... Uh, we have Welcome to the Dungeon. This is Welcome Back to the Dungeon. And it's put up by Yellow Games, so we, we haven't had a chance to play that either. And I think I just screwed up all the pieces trying to see the The body held is going right now. And then we also... Okay, well, the, the two Dragon games came from eBay. Welcome back to the dungeon, and this game, Farkle Flip. Now, we actually own some Farkle Dice games. We own two versions of the original game, one in the box, one in, like the little plastic dice cup. And then we own a game called Farkle Frenzy. Um, and we, the first time we ever played Farkle was at Lennon Aaron's house on a game night. But this is Farkle Flip. It was put out in 2017. It's a card game. 
And uh, I'll read this real briefly. Farkle Flip puts a new spin on Play Monster's popular Farkle game. Flip cards over, hoping to make combinations. If you drive Farkle, you lose your points for that round. But wait, you can score those Farkle cards later. That's definitely a new twist on Farkle. And uh, as usual, haven't got a chance to play it. Not yet, anyway. Um, so those are the four games we got this week. Um, and then we also have the Wyvern card game coming in, and we also have a uh, a um, booster pack for our holiday flux game coming in. Actually, I have the mailbox. We just haven't went to get it yet. And uh, our post office box is not like we're so lazy. The mailbox is on the front porch. I'm not going out today. Um, <laughs> it's our post office box. Um, and then we also have a game called Uno Flip, which is supposed to be in sometime before the end of the year. <laughs> well, we ordered the same time we ordered Welcome Back to the Dungeon and uh, Farkle Flip, but for some reason, the other two already came in, but it might not come in until as late as March 18th. I don't know why. Um, but anyway, so those are the games we got this past week. Now... No, um, we did actually get around to playing some games this past week. Two games we played were by. Oh man, I'm gonna mess up his name. I just know it. Um, okay, I, it's spelled S E I J I then K A N A I. I think it's. I, I I've heard people announce it on uh, how to play videos, but I, I'm not sure I remember right. But I think it's Seiji Kanai. Seiji Kanai. He's Asian. Um, and um, we've got two different versions of Eight Epics. We've got a limited edition version of Eight Epics. And then we've got a later edition of Eight Epics that's got an entirely different look to it, an entirely different look, and um, a little bit different gameplay than the first one. And we've had them for way over a month. And we finally halfway figured out how to play it the other night, but I still think we made a lot of mistakes in how to play it. But but it did turn out to be cool. However we played it, it, it was cool, wouldn't you say? Yes. Um, you have to beat all of these challenges on a card before you can move on to the next round. And you use different abilities and different heroes in the game, and if you use up all of your heroes before you defeat all the challenges, then you use the game. It's a cooperative game. We actually want it, but then we might not have been playing it right either. So, another game by Seiji Kanai that we picked up a while back at Castle Perilous Games of Books in Carbondale is a game called Love Letter. That one was a lot of fun. I really liked that one. Lo Love Letter is actually a very popular game. Uh, it's been demoed by Tom Vassell. It's been demoed by... It's been played by Will Wheaton and some of his friends on his tabletop series. And uh, Love Letter is actually a very cool game. You you totally whipped my ass at it. Uh, you won the first game, I won the second game, and the third game, I didn't even score a point. The, the point is for a two-player game to be the first one to get seven tokens. And you've got to get a token by... Oh, oh okay, the first... The first player who is out of cards loses. Isn't that the way it goes? Isn't that the way I think it goes? The first player who gets out of cards? Because 
you you play against me and I will lose all my cards. So I think that's I think that's how you do it. You have to have the card that defeats the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. The princess is the top card. Yeah, yeah. You you have to defeat the other player's cards, and I think once they're once the other players out have no cards, if you only have one card in your hand at a time. Well, if you defeat that person by the princess, whether our card or not. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you can defeat it. Yeah, well, yeah, you can also, yeah, that's right. You can also defeat people. Uh, uh, I don't know, I'm not explaining this well. This is why Tom Vassal does this kind of thing, and I don't. <laughs> this, is why, this is why Tom Vassal does it, and I don't. Uh, it's there by the eight epics games on the second shelf. On your right, it's, it's on its side. No, on the white one. It's on the white one. Second shelf. Yeah, there it is. We're running out of places for games. Our, our whole apartment has turned into a uh, game room. Okay. Okay, here, here, here's what it says. Win the heart of the princess. All the eligible young men, and then in parentheses, and many not so young, then out parentheses, seek to woo the princess of Tempest. Unfortunately, she has locked herself in the palace, and you must rely on others to bring her, to bring your romantic letters to her. But yours reach her first. Love letters a game of risk, deduction, and lock for two to four players. Give your love letter into Princess Annette's hands while keeping other players' letters away. Powerful cards lead to early games, but make you a target. Rely on weaker cards for too long, and your letter may be tossed in the fire. Okay, that really doesn't explain it well. But, uh, anyway. But, but, but the object is to, to defeat the other players' hands. And you can do this in a number of ways. Um, if you guess a card that's in another player's hand, and, and they and and uh, th then you can make them lose their cards. If you uh, play the Baron card, uh, the highest number wins, um, and so on. The, you, if you take it out, whatever. I'll take it out. But um, now this one is like it's like a series with that coop game, is it? Uh, well, you know, well, it's made by AEG Games, I think. But but it's but it's not part of that. That's separate. Uh, this is part of a love letter. Is part of a series of games. I think four, um, but I, you know, I, I, I and I've only heard of one other one. That was the uh, the one before this. I, I don't even know what the two after it were. I'm gonna have to go online and look all that up. Let's see what all what the whole series of games is. But there's actually kind of a series of games, and this is the second one. But uh, anyway, uh, I'm not explaining the rules for the dam. Uh, yeah, it, it's been a few days since we played it, but yeah, as far as I remember, if you have the higher card, you win. Yeah, um, yeah, we, it, it's like the, um, the there are different ways to beat your opponent, and I'm not explaining worth a damn. But uh, I, I'm sure you can go online to AJ. AG games, type in love letter rules and find out how to play it a lot better than I'm explaining Or go look up Dice Tower. <laughs> go go look up uh, uh, how to play love letter on either Tabletop or Tom Vassell's Dice Tower. Um, he can explain well. But it is a really fun game, though, even though we're, we suck at explaining how to play it. Um, quick, quick rating, one to five yups, epic, eight epics. Four, four... Seven. I, I'd say around a four. I like it, but I'm not sure we're playing it right. So I'll give it around a four. Love letter. Four, four, eight. Yeah, love letter I really like. That, that's almost a five. Uh, that's almost a five yup for us. I mean, for me. Uh, we also played a game, Harry Potter Mystery at Hogwarts. It's a board game. Very similar to Clue. A lot of similarities to Clue. 
Uh, of course, some differences, some major differences, but a lot of major similarities as well, if that makes any sense. Uh, had the game for a couple of years, just got around to playing it. Um, rate that one. 4.7. Wow, considering I beat you both games. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Hey, it was uh, retaliation for you slaughtering me at Loveland. Um, yeah, I'd say around a five. I'd say around a five for that. Um, and then we also played. Um, no, what the hell else did we play? <laughs> I don't remember. I, I, oh, I, the uh, Slam Dunk uh, Scrabble. Oh yeah, Scrabble Slam. Uh, the electronic version of Scrabble Slam. No, Turbo Slam. Yeah, that's actually Scrabble Turbo Slam, I think. Um, now we played Scrabble Slam, the card game. Just the regular one, and we liked it. But for some reason, maybe because it was like in the VRs in the morning and we'd had a rough, wild day. But we, 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 we could not figure out how to make simple four-letter words. I think we might have ended up saying a few four-letter words because we couldn't figure out how to But um, I, 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 loved, I, I love Scrabble games. We have God knows how many vintage ones, newer ones, all sorts. Um, and I like Scrabble games, but, and we've actually played the regular Scrabble Slam, and we really enjoyed it. But something about that one, man, that night we could just not get with it. Just could not get with it. Um, and I think that's the only four games we played. Oh, yeah, one quick th note about the Loveland game. We have the one in the red bag. There, there's one in the box, and this and that. Uh, there's also a special wedding edition and a Batman edition, which I freaking want, but that one costs so much money. Ugh. Aggravates me. Uh, but we got the one in the red bag, and don't let anybody deter you from buying the one in the red bag that's on the little plastic card. By saying, well, it'll be hard to store and everything else because you can put the cards back in the bag, you can put the bag back in the little plastic container card, and it's it stores easily anywhere. Um, okay, that is it. 57 minutes into the show. We are out of time. Hope everyone has a great Valentine's Day this coming week. Uh, whether you have a lover in your life or not, hope you have a good Valentine's Day. If you've got someone special in your life, enjoy the day with them. If you don't have a special someone in your life, just get a bunch of chocolate candy and pig out, man. <laughs> Live it up. Um, but anyway, before we go, as always, I have to thank somebody for helping me out. Thank you, Wolf Ice, for helping me out. You did a good job. No problem. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. But anyway, no, seriously, I gotta thank my beautiful fiance, like I always like to say, my beautiful fiance, Wolf Ice, my love, my life, the woman who will be my wife for helping me out. But seriously, you did good, mate. Thanks. Okay. Love you, sweets. I love you, my Lily, Lucy, Lewis, la, 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 I don't know. <laughs> I'm running all stuff. Yeah, I know. It's demanding. See, the, see, see, this used to be just something cool you did at the end of each show, but then it's like everybody kept going, I love that part of the show. I love that part of the show. So now you're like, oh, God, the pressure, the pressure. He's going to tell me he loves me. It's like he's going to tell me he loves me. I've got I've got to come up with a name <laughs> when I say it back. And you're wiping sweat off your brow and everything else. But anyway, seriously, hope everybody has a good Valentine's Day. Hope you enjoyed the show. For those of you who are listening, we've had a crazy couple of weeks. There's still some pictures that need to get posted. Mr. S, if you're listening, I swear we're going to get to the posting pics of the stuff we got from you. But, man, it's been crazy. Uh, trust me, it's been crazy with a capital K. Uh, but we are going to get those pics posted that we got from him because it's freaking awesome, and I want everybody to see just how awesome and cool it is. But on that note, uh, bear with me. Everything will be posted. And once again, thanks everybody for listening. Hope you dug it. Hope you listen to and dig the next show as well. As always, I am the man called Crow. She's my fiance called Wolf Eyes. This is the podcast, the one and only podcast called It's Crow Time. 
as Tigger likes to say, and I like to say too, because I like Tigger and I think it's pretty damn cool. Ta-ta for now.